Here we go, a little before 10 a.m. in the Southland. It is a live imaging Tuesday on Travis and Sliwa. Good morning. I think this is the first time I've ever I've ever done lit. Yeah. And I'm not looking to my right. Right at Travis. If you're looking across your radio dial, that would be on your your right. Yeah. And it's not Travis. No. It's Sliwa in the power chair. Yeah. Because Andy Kamenetsky is sitting in for Trav, T-Raj, Sweet T. He's not here to comfort you, Slee. No. On the Aztecs' painful loss last night. That son of a... He's nowhere to be found on the on the loss. Um, yeah, How you doing? Uh, I'm doing okay. Hi, Andy. Know. Hey! Doing all right. Working on... Uh, got in from LAX uh, about 7.30. The, this morning. The bird landed. And uh, Ron Mitchell, who was also out in LAX, one of our... Uh, uh, one of Marketing the guys consultants on the market, the, the MCs as they call them. So he kind of gave me a ride back over here. Oh, Next really? You know, carpooled? We carpooled. So you came off a plane? Yeah. Was he? Now I just found out in a meeting. You know, Tuesday's a lot of meetings. He was in Houston too. So he he went just for the finals game. Did not go for the final four. Oh. So did he have a connection to it, or he just wanted to go see it? His one of his closest friends um, is well connected with San Diego State. Okay, beautiful. So. That's why he went there. He didn't see the Saturday game, but he saw the Monday I game. was listening yesterday, and apparently yep. didn't you end up just randomly giving Sedano an Uber ride did you hear somewhere he was I looking did, yeah. to go? So the the 710 synergy when it came to just okay. public transportation off the charts. Scott Kaplan was there. Cappy. Kirk Morrison was there. Kirk Sedano was there for the Miami-Connecticut game. I was there. Ronnie was there. There's actually a good representation of our station that was there. A lot of peeps there. I mean, but the power move by Cappy getting Jim Nance to give him tickets and oh, fly nice. him in a private jet, that's, that's next level. That's you didn't story. you didn't have that kind of treatment. I didn't have that, but I'll tell you what I did have. Spirit Airlines is, I mean, uh, top-notch. You can't really get... They have well, that's why Mace seats. flew in his brother on Spirit Airlines. Yeah. He's really looking to treat him. I love the three seats in a row. My favorite thing about the seats, which I was telling yesterday, doesn't recline. Who needs to recline? <laughs> why have a recline option when... Nobody can recline. Oh, reclining is rude, but just keep on going. Emily's right on that. Even if you're in first class, it's rude. Do you want, uh, I don't know, a little bit of water? No problem. That's four bucks. They got you for everything at Spirit Airlines. So, no, I did not have the hookup. What time was your flight? Were you at a Bush or Hobby? I was at a Bush. Okay. So, that's a long... I told you to go to Hobby because that Hobby's right next to you. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going well, on. Well, this goes back to last week's bit that you didn't ask Travis and I for Houston but expertise. We've got huge, we've it got H Town in our blood. It wasn't the expertise. The problem was among other things. I was I, I passed was, those tests. <laughs> <laughs> Every thirty days he passes that test. Um I was I was locked on the flight times. So like I had to leave eleven PM on Friday after the Lakers Timberwolves game. And that's all I could take, which is why I had to go spirit, and it was direct, and I had to get back here this morning at a certain time. So I think I had to go out of the uh, at a at a what'd you say it's called George Bush? Is that what it is? Yes, uh, v- Papa Bush. All right, yeah. Papa Bush. Yeah. Papa H W Bush. Bush. So what time was your flight out of Houston? Uh, flight out of Houston was five forty five. So you look very spry right now. You've got a lot of energy. It's a lie. It's a lie. I'm 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 basically faking it well, all with this. Some this right is now. the this is the diluted stage of grieving right now that Alan's yeah. currently in right now. Like probably about four o'clock today. Okay. Can I? Well, that's right. You got Lakers then. basketball. Can I ask you guys? A Coverage question? begins at uh, four thirty oh, p.m. Actually the, he's got a back to back. Like Alan's not really going to process this loss until about Friday or Saturday. Yeah, it's going to take a little bit of time. Like, he's being kept occupied. Like, you know when people, they they have, like, a death in the family? You're told to keep yourself busy so you don't end up... Family keeps coming over. Right, exactly. People are saying, hey, let's hang out. That is what Lakers basketball is doing right now for Allen. But you know what will eventually happen? 
those people will go back <laughs> to their lives, and then I will sit in that home by myself. That's what will happen. So here's the thing. I've yeah. been texting you through this run, because you're one of my favorite people here. We don't talk about it a lot. I've like, way to go, go Aztecs, blah, blah, blah. I have people that are Aztecs in my life. So I was all in. I didn't text you last night because I know how that feels. Did Lady Slee text you last night when it was a final? It is a final! And UConn cut down the nets. She did not. She did not. No. That's a good move by her. I I have more respect for her than I already did. Did she watch? I probably, she watched, I think she literally said the last five minutes of the game when they were down five. So she had not seen the down 16 portion. As as somebody who watched that game, I have even more respect for Lady Slee now. Um, Yesterday was, I I ran to Berg this morning and goes, hey, sorry I didn't text you yesterday. It was kind of like the same thing. I'm like, no, it's fine. Yeah, you don't want to get that text won. Everybody's texting. Mm-hmm. When they lost, there was just like a sprinkle here and there. <laughs> just a sprinkle. People don't know what to say. <laughs> yeah, but fair. That's fair. I mean, hey, what, tough what, game, what are you supposed to say? Am I crazy to think that I walked into that game yesterday in Houston, national championship game, SDSU versus Connecticut, Connecticut seven and a half point favorites, and in my head, deep down, I was like, I think we could walk away with a win tonight. Well, that's why they call it the madness. Was I crazy to think that? Yeah, watching that team, you definitely Okay, were. stop. <laughs> I got, I got thoughts on this, Alan. Like, what if somebody just sent you a picture of a husky? Uh huh. After the game, that would have hurt. Like, what if what if it turns out you mm-hmm. did like one of those twenty three and me's for rookie, and he's got like five percent husky in him? What are you gonna do? <laughs> I love rook. Rook's fine. Rook's fine. Don't you start planting things. Have you met? It. Have you oh, met rookie? Yeah, I was at the, I was at the, the paddle uh, ball. Pickleball. 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 Excuse me. Easy. 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 Paddleball. <laughs> That's next year. Paddleball. But at UVA, uh, after they lost to UMBC, their mascot was the Retrievers. They banned Retrievers from campus for a whole week afterwards. So I think that San Diego State should ban Huskies for like just a week afterwards. I don't think San Diego State uh, takes it that serious. They should though. <laughs> they now should that they're a powerhouse basketball program, you'd be surprised. Really? They they came out. That okay, so seventy five thousand, seventy two thousand, whatever they announced was the attendance yesterday. I mean, it's a football stadium, so I get, I understand it. Um, easily, easily sixty five percent San Diego State. Easily. Really, and that—that's nothing to UConn. Maybe it's because UConn gets the, is there all the time, and blah, no, blah, actually, blah. I think that is something big time against UConn. They're—they're they're like one of the premier programs. In this country, there's the positive you can take 60, out of the whole thing. Sixty-five percent San Diego <laughs> State. No, fans. I'm sorry, you yeah. guys. Uh, Andy's fired out, up on this. You guys mm-hmm. showing out over UConn. That's embarrassing to them. No, I, I don't think it is. It I, is. I'll tell you why. San Diego State. Alan, take your wins. San Diego. Well, I'll kind of explain here. San Diego State's been last ten years pretty much ranked. I'm not saying that they're going to go win a national championship, but they've been in the mix every single year. That's for the last ten years, and it's the first time they've ever got to a Final Four. They don't really know what to do. Everybody, Literally everybody from San Diego went to San Diego State was like, I think I got to go to this because you have no idea if it's ever going to happen again. So I'm not too surprised that it happened. I, I kind of find it teams or schools that have been there more often and it happens more frequently are less apt to go compared to a team that's never been there before. I mean, if the Lakers end up in the finals, I don't care where you hold that thing. Laker fans are going to show up. But the Laker brand is the maybe. No, the I'm saying UConn. The they're a bunch of posers. Yeah. Let me just what, say <laughs> a bunch of bunch of absolutely spoiled posers. <laughs> one freaking five championships in 25 years. The, Did you share one of those? Oh, clearly they don't appreciate any of them. Share one of those. <laughs> the population of Stores, Connecticut, where UConn is, yeah, uh, is. 16,000 people. Wow. Okay. The population of San Diego 
is a uh, 1.3 million. So I think that maybe has something no, to do what, with the amount of people the, that are coming. What the hell game. else do those 16,000 people in do. stores have other okay, than go to this game? But even if all 16,000 <laughs> went, there was 75,000 at the game. What are they supposed yeah, to do? NRG is a big place. Is that the first time you've been at NRG? I've been there, yeah. A it's Texans big. game, like blood is running down your face because it's so loud. It's kind of funny. The, the basketball games in a football arena. Yeah, I'm not a fan. Yeah, that's not that's not a good. Uh, okay. Well, we want to do this right now? We want, we want top final four right now? Sure. Just well, I mean, we kind of were there. But <laughs> I was going to say, I don't know if you have any any other. Um, well, do you want me to toss and we make it official? Sure. Let's stop. Travis, it's Leva, your Tuesday with Andy Kabanetsky right now. Do you want me to leave or do you want me to stay? No, you stay. Oh, stay. stay. Okay. okay. Okay, so you've been to a final four before? No? In Houston, twice. Okay, you've been to a final four before? No, I no? haven't. Have you ever watched a basketball game in an NFL arena? No, I NFL actually have stadium. not. Okay, first time I've done twice. that as well. Twice, in Houston. Okay, <laughs> for the final four, 2011, 2016. Okay, so Michael, Michael and I were talking about it on Sunday, and he said at first, he's like, "Yeah, I hate that they do this. We know, we understand why they do it. Seventy five thousand people, you can sell as many tickets as possible. Um, it's as, it's not intimate at all. So even if you have one section that could be fifteen thousand people that are all standing, it sounds like it sounds like it's." One seventh of the stadium because it's one seventh of the stadium, right? Like that's what it feels like. It's never going to go back, but that's an odd experience to be in a football stadium. And there's listen, there's tickets available. They they may say seventy two, seventy five thousand people. So that's not how many people were there. And I don't know what the place holds. That kind of takes away from some of the vibe. Twice in Houston. <laughs> anyway, uh, but what do you want? They got to sell tickets, Lee. It is what it is. Yeah, no, it they're is. They're not going to go to the Toyota Center that sits 19,000. They're not. They're the going to they're going to go to SoFi when they get the opportunity. They're going to go to all these NFL stadiums, but it just it 100% takes away from an environment that you would think for a championship would be the, the proper environment. Oh, that's right. You went to Toyota Center too on yeah, Sunday. I went to Toyota Center. That was your, your first time at Toyota? First time at Toyota Center. Um, eh, it's yeah. average. I've seen a game there before. Eh. Yeah, nothing nothing special. Did you walk by Minute Maid? Where the Astros play, and did you throw something at the trash can? I did not throw anything at the okay. trash can, and I know people wanted me to. I was still just confused that the Astrodome was still up. Yeah, it's still there. There's you love YouTube documentaries. Go watch documentaries about the how the abandoned Astrodome because they go in there with cameras. It is fascinating. It is fascinating there. that that was once the eighth wonder of the world, and now it just well, sits there oddly, and you, nobody in the city knows what to do with it. it, it they vote on it every year, and nothing ever happens. It, it actually speaks to, with all of these different arenas and stadiums, how technology makes everything obsolete so quickly. Like, mm -hmm. SoFi is incredible. Like, mm -hmm. SoFi looks like you are something that you would watch sports in in, like, the year 3000. You're right. That building yep. in five years is going to be obsolete, and it's amazing. It's amazing, like Balmer's eventual building. I guarantee that thing is going to be incredible. And by 2035, it will seem like a relic. What year was <laughs> Even the what? toilets will seem out there. By the way, I just want everybody to know, there will be three times the amount of toilets at Intuit Dome than there's going to be at any other NBA arena. Oh, I can't wait. But look, in 2035, we'll be we'll be peeing and pooping in that a different way, too. Way, that It'll was not the case at NRG. NRG, the lines were... NRG I don't could think be... it's changed in a bunch of years, so I don't yeah. think it's going to change that much. Everything changes, Emily. Every, <laughs> there was a song. That know. was a song Emily. by uh, Kathy Tricoli in the 90s. That's good Kathy Tricoli knowledge. Yeah. Um... Aztecs lost, man. Made to the national championship. Oh, <laughs> Made it to the national championship. Uh, I, I will say overall, AK, Chris, 
It's pretty crazy three days. Pretty crazy three days. To have your school, you know, I was talking a little bit about this with Emily, and and I, I am delusional, and I did think to myself, can they just go steal a quick game against Connecticut? They probably lose eight out of ten games against them. Can you just grab one without them knowing and go back to San Diego and just, just steal a national championship real quick? Obviously, clearly didn't happen, but... The fact that San Diego State did what they did over these last three weeks kind of came out of nowhere. Literally came out of nowhere. Get to the Sweet 16, beat Alabama, beat Creighton by one, beat um, FAU by one, and then all of a sudden you're in the national championship game. Just kind of be around that atmosphere, the whole thing. It's it's one of the coolest sporting events I've ever been to was on Saturday. Sorry. What was the craziest thing you did all weekend? Let me just see. (laughs) What's the craziest thing that you personally did all weekend? Craziest thing... Have the Uber pull over to get Sedano? Yeah, probably just have the Uber pull over. I mean, nothing crazy. Did I mean, Trey behave drank, himself? We drank a lot, but that was Did your friends behave? What were they doing? Uh, one was way too drunk and didn't take the Uber with us, and we just left him at NRG on Saturday. How'd he get nice. home? Is he still there? It's <laughs> lost his phone, by the way, too. Oh. Find a way to Oof. lose his phone. I, I, I don't understand it. I'm like, you're not 22 years old. Just... Put your cell phone in your pocket, and when everyone's going to the Uber, just join us. Hey, when you're Uber. in H-Town and that Gulf Air... It, it does things to you. I, I would love to say that I did something crazy, but I just had a lot of liquor on Saturday, enjoyed a win, and that was kind of it. Nothing too crazy. I gave you one tip before you went to the Final Four. Buy merch with your team on it. Did you buy any merch? No, here's the problem. Oh, gosh. No, I, I'm going to tell you the problem. The problem was there was all the merch that was there. I was mentioning this to Travis yesterday. All the merch that was there was the four logos. That's what you fine, want. Which is fine. But... There's the Connecticut logo with the Final Four. There was uh, FAU logos or FAU with the Final Four, like just their own specific hats and shirts. SDSU didn't have any because I'm assuming they just sold out. Or no, you should have gone to the team hotel. Went to the team hotel, too. They didn't have anything. Did not what about the convention center? Um, convention center did not go to. Okay, Marriott right. Marquis, I think, was the like, That's a good official hotel. headquarters. That's a good hotel. Yeah. Went there for it. Did you see anyone selling it. bootleg SDSU gear? <laughs> If they were, I would have bought them. It's Texas. You can't get away with that. Unfortunately, that <laughs> unfor- like that was actually part of my part of my plan was I'm like I'd ask a police officer, can you tell me where the bootleggers are? I'm just curious to see where they're selling stuff illegally, and I got nothing. I got nothing. So no bootlegging SDSU gear. Did you get a leather jacket? No leather jacket at Home Depot either. It's a long story. Okay, I'll have to tell you off the air on this. Um, okay. Yeah. Well, we're back. We're here. Yeah. I, Alan, I. I know you want to talk a little bit about the game. Let's let's do that, yeah. and then we got to talk about the Lakers. I just want to preface this. Too. Sincere condolences for your loss. Very yes. excited that you got to experience this, but I got some thoughts on your okay. team, Alan. I like it. I like it. Well, plus we got to talk about the Lakers. Lakers, this is the first of a back-to-back for the Lakers, so I think there's going to be a lot of question marks. What do they do tonight against the Jazz? What do they do tomorrow against Clippers? By the way, if they win tonight, then they play the Clippers tomorrow to determine who's in that top six. So that's all... Um, that's all at stake here coming up here in the next two days. All right, stay right here. Travis and Sliwa Show, 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. 
That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Live Imaging Tuesday on Travis at Sliwa. Andy Kamenetsky sitting in for Sweet Tea. Where is Sweet Tea? I don't know. Where is he? Baseball with a kid. Oh. Peruge. Oh. On a Tuesday, too. On a Tuesday. Random. Usually a sleet takeoff day. I mean, come <laughs> on, Michael. That's, uh, of course, Michael Rogers, Michael. The, uh, the youngest son. Meanwhile. There was a sushi suggestion in Houston that I did. He mentioned it to me, but if you remember last week when you mentioned to me, you said you couldn't remember what the spot was I have called. no idea where it was. I yeah. was with somebody. I was I was doing an assignment, a freelance assignment for Red Bull that actually involved Anthony Davis, okay. uh, his rookie year. Okay. But uh, the person that I was with knew of a sushi place in Houston that he said it was one of the best places he'd ever had sushi. I was skeptical. In it Houston? Was, yes. It was awesome. Like I'm not claiming when I, when I think sushi. Yo, you, Look, you say, listen, I just got to hop on that Spirit Airlines flight. About I am three not, and a half hours. If you get a tailwind, I'm not claiming that if you, sushi. If you get a headwind, 420. Right. I'm not claiming that Houston is an underrated sushi city. I would yep. never claim Houston is an underrated city in any respect. Okay. I'm just saying the sushi. A lot of Houston hate from this guy one today. Pla- I don't like Houston. I don't like it. Then it's a great city to raise hating, a family. He's going to come hating on SDSU. Very. No, very, I like San Diego. San Diego is a great town. No, SDSU. You're gonna, yeah, that's gonna come here in a moment. Mm. Oh, just want to point this out. This uh, mm. one stat out here that UConn men's and women's basketball team are now combined sixteen and one in NCAA basketball championship games. Only loss came last year when the women fell to South Carolina. You know, I just want to kind of pile on because everyone piled on me when UVA lost. I'm just gonna pile on. We want to pile on San Diego State. We gotta all be Ouch. equal here. Jesus. I mean, they <laughs> lost to Connecticut. Feels like a lifetime ago that UVA or lost though, doesn't it? Long time Not ago. Not to me. Yeah. Long time ago. <laughs> it feels like yesterday. I love it by uh, the passion for producer Emily. It's like it's like Andy's uh, Houston hate. But nevertheless, you were in Houston for the Final Four and for Lakers Rockets on Sunday. Did you do barbecue? Because when you think Texas and Houston. I did barbecue. I did barbecue on Sunday. I mentioned this to you. You ever heard of Killen's Barbecue? I have. Okay. Um, I should have prepared a little bit better. About 45-minute wait. Of course. On a Sunday? There. On a Sunday, but it was it was in between. It was like two thirty. What do you think there is to do on it? You go to church, okay. You eat barbecue, and then you go to a bar, or you go home. Apparently that's all, that's I, Sunday in Houston. Apparently, you spend a lot of time know. on the freeway. Don't a lot forget of about time that. On the freeway, yeah, figure that out. Because we don't spend time on the freeway other. here. I, the Houston freeways, though. Well, there's are, only two, but they're all like in a big circle. <laughs> like, well, the loop six ten loop. It's oh, a circle. It's the worst. You didn't the say Whataburger. You oh, don't get me don't. Well, that's another segment. You didn't say the ten right. Just say. Interstate 10 or I-10. I don't say anything. I just, okay. you I just put it. on Uber and I pray to God that I get to my location. Now, again, we, we talked about Houston a lot because Travis and I used to spend a lot of time in Houston. Yep. Yep. Did you notice that the barbecue all tasted like smoke? Even the sweet, it tastes like smoke. Yes. It all tastes like smoke. That's yeah, my outrage with Texas barbecue. It all tastes like smoke because I like a sweet, like a Tony Roma's sweet. Okay, but are you, are, you a fan? Yeah. are you a fan of barbecue? Travis yes. said he doesn't, he doesn't care for it. I, I think it's... I've, I have a feeling Travis is hiding something. I think that he's, He could be hiding something. There is no possible way Travis Rogers doesn't like barbecue. Literally, he sits on this show unless... Uh, but it all tastes like smoke. And just sits back and it's says freeway exhaust. Care for barbecue. This place was amazing. <sighs> okay, this place good. was ma- uh, amazing. All right, don't forget, sleep. 4 p.m. 4.30 p.m. Excuse me. The yeah, Toyota Lakers countdown to tip off Lakers Jazz, which means we get an extra 30 minutes of Mason and Momo on a lit. 
Four games left on the push to the playoffs, Lee. You ready for today? Yeah. I, I mean, there's, there's a – AK, there's a strong likelihood we're not even playing in a playing tournament. I know. How crazy is that? But it's true. Oh, you're leaving me. Yeah, he's leaving you. Wow. Wow. He's not giving you any love. Wow. He's not giving you any love either. Play that back. Play that back. Turn me into Josh Hart right here. (laughs) That was so cold, Chris. That was really cold. He didn't even look at you. You had your hand up and everything. That's what actually made it. That's what actually what made it creative, too. It's like he knew it, and instead of even acknowledging it, he walked right away. That is brutal. Brutal. Um, okay, so I'll get into this. We'll, we'll get into the SDSU stuff a little bit later. So, he really loves Houston. So, the, <laughs> Yeah, he doesn't like that you talked about his city like that. Lakers got the Jazz later tonight. And they're in a – they're an interesting – who would have thought this? If I'd have told you three weeks ago, the Lakers are in a position where they control their own destiny, that if they win their final four games – and I'm not I'm not discounting who they play. Clippers is one of the games. They got the Phoenix Suns. Will the Phoenix Suns have kind of solidified their spot? Is that game important to them? Is it not? I know the Clipper game will be important tomorrow. But the Lakers in a position over these next four games to lock up the number five spot. That's where the Lakers can jump up to if, hypothetically, they win tonight, they take care of tomorrow, the Suns, and then the Utah Jazz again. I think you were reading it off. Utah's got three, four, five guys that they're not. Utah be tonight, uh, I believe Walker Kessler is out. He's in concussion protocol. Yeah, he's out. I think he's, Dan, he might be out for the regular season. Yeah, Dan Wojcicki from the LA Times, who mm-hmm. I, I believe is in Utah right now, tweeted that Lori Markinen is out. Colin Sexton is available. He's he had been out for a little while, but he's available. Jordan Clarkson already has been ruled out, to the best of my knowledge. Rudy Gay already ru- ruled out, to the best of my knowledge. So it's. Basically, THT, uh, Colin Sexton, and a bunch else you don't really need to be worrying about at all, if I'm being honest. So, the, the Jazz, there was a time where you were kind of looking at the Utah Jazz like, man, they're going to be a problem. They're sitting here. When I say being a problem, is in one of the teams that are going to fight for the playing tournament. They are now them and a couple other teams. You could put Portland on that list that basically have decided they have no interest in making the playing tournament. The Jazz tonight, um, I, I'm less concerned about the actual game, but I think what's fascinating, first off, anytime you go play in Utah, it's not like the Lakers have a tremendous amount of success there. But again, Utah doesn't look like they got anything to play for, nor do they care. And the Lakers are playing good basketball at a time they know how important each one of these games are. I kind of find it fascinating what could happen. What, what do the Lakers do? It's the last back-to-back that they have. The previous two back-to-backs that they had and this was, I think they had three back-to-backs left yes. since the All-Star break, yep. right? Yep. One was the Oklahoma City Thunder game in OKC that AD did not play in Lakers won. And then the other one that really kind of started a stir was when the Lakers beat the Pelicans on the road. It was a big-time win. They went up 40 in that game, something along those lines. But AD, I think, still ended up playing over 30 minutes, and the Lakers decided... The following day against the Houston Rockets, he would not play. Lakers lost that game. Everybody lost there. You know what? This is the final back-to-back. Do you think they do? Does something change? Because I think we'll find out. You know a question is going to come up during the pregame show today. Does something change now based on where the Lakers are, or does nothing change? And, hey, we told you guys a while back, he's not going to play in back-to-back. Well, I don't know. I mean, first of all, AD has been listed as probable in this game. So if he can only play in one of back-to-back games, it means the Lakers have decided he's playing in this game as opposed to tomorrow against the Clippers, which to me feels strategically way off. 
Like if if that's actually what's going to happen, to be clear, we don't know. Mm-hmm. But if it is, I don't know what the Lakers are thinking. Ex- explain. What do you because mean? Because the Clipper game should be harder, and it's the one that matters more because that one is a full game swing potentially against a team that you are chasing to get into the playoff part of this of this race as opposed to the play-in. Mm-hmm. So to me, if AD was only going to be playing in one or the other, you would sit him tonight against a Utah team that you should be able to beat without AD mm-hmm. and play him against the Clippers. That being said, though, Chris Haynes reported, I think it was about a maybe a month ago like or two or three weeks ago, mid-March, um, on his podcast that he has with Mark Stein, that AD had basically been told he could pick a back-to-back to play in okay. or that they they would at least maybe try to target one, and he chose this last one. So maybe this is the one that they've targeted him playing in anyway, which, I mean, while the idea of him being able to pick seems a little bit weird, mm-hmm. the idea, though, that this could have just healed up to the point now mm-hmm. where he could actually play in back-to-backs because – as we've been told, this is an active injury. It actually makes sense that he possibly is just at a place now where he can play in back-to-backs mm-hmm. regardless of the actual importance because as much as this game against the Clippers really matters, if yeah. AD really is not ready to play, sure, don't play him because if you don't have AD in the playoffs because he has a setback, none of this matters. Okay, I want to go a little bit further on that. We do it coming up next, and I'm curious to get your thoughts. I think that the tide is kind of changing around the conversation with the Lakers that all of a sudden this is a really dangerous team. All of a sudden this is a team. Watch out for them in the Western Conference. I want to kind of just get your thoughts on it. Is it – are we now putting up too much – Is has there has there been enough time to this hype machine that's starting to kind of turn towards the Lakers' favor – is it real, or is there still more that you need to see? So we do all that coming up next. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Yeah. I got the boots on today, boys. I got the boots on every day. Except last week when I slid and fell, but that's a whole other thing. We won't get into that. How you feeling? Great. Okay, so the knee is good. Yeah. Nothing torn, I don't think. Yeah. But... I was sent by my friend Lisa in New York, uh, sexy classy, as people remember from the Mandy's. She sent me like this CBD body, uh, not body wash, but like bubble bath okay. and some lotion. Okay. And this morning, felt like a new leg. So I feel great. So the CBD healing, CBD healing took uh, place. Easy there. No, it did. Plus, I've been loading up on the Advil, icing it, okay. stretching it, been doing yoga with it to keep it the muscle stretched. And, you know, I still can't bend it all the way, but it's a lot better than last week when I was hobbling around. Uh, Chris, are you going to apologize? To whom? To Andy, what did I do? I mean, yeah, you were like you were trying to grab me on my way out. No, I was giving you a fist bump. He was just uh, trying gonna, to acknowledge. Are we going to fist bump friends. nine times today? I go in he and comes out. Comes in and out. I mean, if you do really well nine times, I feel like I should be congratulating right, your work. I, 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 you know, I work times. really no, let, hard no, no, let's so that this. Andy could say, "Hey, man, good job." That's what I'm waiting for today, Morales. 
I think most it's fair. people enjoy being told they did a good job. I think it's fair. <laughs> The way you just dapping up teammates, stuff like that. The you know, way you basically right. did not high five. It's the equivalent of an NBA game. And yeah. somebody just hits a three, and someone on the bench. You is want like, me to hey, do this? Come here. No, I think. <laughs> I think what you, no, but you know what you did? You did the you can't see me. Yeah. To me, you actually you can't see me. Get up and give him, him a hug. Don't hurt yourself. Get up and Say give him a hug. Say you're sorry. I'm sorry. But- do a Logan sorry. Do wow. like a. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing, Andy. I love you, but you're not serious people. Hey. <laughs> did you watch Succession, anybody? I know well, Emily did. Nothing, yeah. I've watched I watched it now five times, a new episode from Sunday. I'm addicted you to that watch scene. You didn't watch the new... You watched... Yeah, you guys were giving Emily a hard time about well, rewatching. I rewatch like crazy. You could five rewatch, times, one episode? You could re... You could rewatch Connor's karaoke five times. Yes, exactly. <laughs> okay, one thing that we were robbed of, I so wish that we had- seen five times, not the whole episode. They have a whole episode. Remember, yeah. I'm in my office in my house at 3 a.m., so I put it on- and then I watch certain things on ESPN and I flip back. Like It's more just for background. I've got audio ADD. Mm. One thing we I wish we got and we didn't get in that episode, we needed everybody's karaoke. So we only yeah. got Connors and I wanted to see what Shiv would have chosen. Was she going to do like a Shania Twain? Or is she going to do like a, a girl power song? I think that, that's good. something we missed. I was hoping that. I was hoping you'd keep playing that song, but stopped right in the middle of it. Next year, I want us to all go to rodeo in Houston in February. Okay. I do. I'll use Travis and I will use our connections there, so it'll be a good time. Mm-hmm. We get Taylor out there with the fiddle. We'll eat some barbecue. Road trip in H Town for rodeo. AK, you're in, right? Yeah, absolutely. It's I gotta get that rodeo? sushi. Yeah, it's just called rodeo. AK's gonna go to the sushi joint. He's not gonna go to barbecue. <laughs> yeah. Hey guys, I'm gonna be. Eating, I got a spicy tuna roll in Houston that I'm going. <laughs> Everybody knows this. You guys. I mean, honestly, this is what the guy comes prepared. Last week, he was part of the best Mason Ireland show all year. It was amazing. Okay. Since they're never together, it's, you know, the, the list is not <laughs> that hard. But we had a great show last Tuesday. He knows it's going to be live imaging, and he comes with, hey, guys, best sushi I've ever had is in Houston. Yeah. Thanks, Andy. Let me dab you for that one. No, I'm just trying to throw a little bit of unpredictability, a little bit of weirdness into Everybody's the live Everybody's going to say barbecue, Tuesday. and you went with the sushi. Exactly. Well, Houston's a, a very eclectic place. Did you notice that? It's a melting pot. Yeah, it you is. You see every nationality, mm-hmm. every religion. No, actually, mm-hmm. that's not completely true, but mainly one religion, and then there's others, but it's <laughs> a very much say, a mix. All different sects of the one religion. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they got country and Western. Oh, they do have country and Western. <laughs> all right. 4.30 p.m., the Toyota Lakers countdown to tip off. Four games left. Four games. For the Lakers' push to the playoffs. Tune in to Slee, who's probably going to be on Cup 27 of coffee this afternoon. 6 p.m., Play-by-play with Johnny I and Michael Thompson. Hear it all right here. Your flagship radio station of the Lakers, 710 ESPN. Proud of myself this morning. Got up. It was not not for getting up. That is just part of the part of the routine. Do you want a fist bump? 3 a.m. 3 a.m. I get up, right? Central time. AK, never had a cup of coffee. <laughs> Two can play at this game, Morales. Never had a cup of coffee until I got into the office. Really? Yeah, because I'm like, what am I going to do with a cup of coffee right now? I'm going to get on the plane. I'd rather try to sleep, which is impossible, but I'd rather at least have the effort of sleeping. Especially when you can't recline. You can't recline. You can't do anything. Do you ever try to sleep just like this? <laughs> We're fighting for elbow space. What's the rules on the elbow space? What's the rules on the elbow space? Because he took, I respect the move. He took an inside move, okay? Right out the gate, he kind of like inside shift, came in like this, because I had to get up. I'm on the aisle. He's in the middle. I'm more sympathetic to, the, to those who are in the middle. But I don't, because he's probably thinking to himself, look, you got the whole, the left, um, the left uh, uh, armrest, you have all that to yourself. 
So he's kind of fighting for position on the one in between him and I. He came inside. All right, it's like uh, it's like somebody boxing out. That's really what yeah. he did. Boxed out. He planted his left foot and just had perfect position. Held it for quite a while. I had to kind of take up. I had to just take my arms off. I don't know what the rules. Look, are you there. asked the rules and the etiquette when you're in the middle seat. It's every man for themselves. There are no rules. Mm-hmm. Like you are allowed to shiv the person on your right or your left <laughs> if you want to get that armrest. Like the especially m- on spirit. Come yeah. On. Well. Spirit, or if if it's a, a flight of any type of yeah. length whatsoever, it it's kind of like the equivalent of like when you're a diplomat in another country. Like there are no rules for you. There are no rules on spirit either. Yeah, like, just in general, I think. Spirit, no, it's like there, Thunderdome. There are no rules yeah. on spirit. Absolutely. Yeah. Like but middle gets both. Middle gets both of those armrests. They deserve it. They are. They're in the middle. Whatever. I don't it know. Takes. I don't know if I agree with that. By well, any means necessary. Any time. I mean, uh, it's a three net three plus hour flight. They just you have all the right. And I you have can put all, your legs out to the in, in the aisle if you want to. I have all the left, so I get that portion of it. But it was just, and the guy didn't do anything wrong. But he just came in very early. He was kind of very strategic. He knew what he was doing. Again, man, every first come first serve. Every yeah, man first for themselves. For it's it's you like know, I was there first, but I had to get up because he had to go to his middle seat. Mm. It's like Jungle Rule, man. Yeah, kill or be killed. Bring a bag on Spirit, eighty-five bucks. <laughs> it ends up being about the same price. That's a as real number. Else. That's a real number. Just to bring a bag on Spirit, I I didn't check in the bag. You could check it in. It's eighty-eight. You can walk on with a bag. It's eighty-five. It, 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 none of it makes any sense. So basically, unless you are flying with That's just your person, like whatever's in your pockets, yes, they're charging you. Well, you can have a backpack or something, but if you're having an actual small rolling suitcase, carry on. yeah, carry-on, that's an $85 so if it can't dollar fit under, charge. if it can't fit under the seat in front of you. 85 Wow. 85 Wow. Can't even get a free water out of that. Um, <laughs> all right, so where, where are you on the... We, we know what the Lakers are doing. We know... I mean, we how, how long did we go to... Can the Lakers just get back to 500? Can they just get back to 500? Can they just get back? They're two games over 500. I don't want to make it sound like that's the greatest accomplishment in the world, but they're two games over 500. It's the first time they have been two games above 500 since January 7th, 2022. 2022. 2022. But that's last season. Like You Mm -hmm. are almost going back to the recesses of 2021. Like three games above 500 if they win tonight. I that could maybe be like the Mark Gasol season. Like I'm not even joking. I wonder when is the last time they were three games above 500. Okay, so this is this is why I kind of go back to this. If you listen to local sports talk radio, any of the national shows, Lakers are obviously always a conversation. And now the conversation is being less about what the Denver Nuggets have done, what the Memphis Grizzlies have done, what the Sacramento Kings have done. You're starting to look at a couple teams specifically, Lakers being one of those teams. AK, what they've accomplished over, let's just say, since the All-Star break, and then LeBron comes back. D'Lo's been in and out of the lineup. I think you mentioned he's going to be questionable for tonight's he's game. He's been downgraded to questionable. Downgraded to questionable. Where, where are you right now with this team? Is it? I, I, I'd like to. I'm not saying that it's not what they what they what they've done isn't special. I'm not saying that they they aren't a scary team. But you got four games left. Let's let's kind of let the season play out. Do you end up in that sixth spot and you avoid the playing tournament altogether, which would be a remarkable accomplishment? Um, 
Do you have any hiccups in the road, which you've seen has happened to the Lakers in, in some of these games? Do the Suns decide on Friday, I think it is, hey, we're going to play our guys. We want to see how we look against the Lakers, and what does that game look like? Are you buying into where the Lakers are sitting right now, or would you say, okay, let's everybody calm down. Yes, they've had a good couple of weeks, or do you think it's a lot bigger than that? No, I think they're really good. I think before we even saw this new roster play a single game together, I was really bullish and excited by it because the pieces on paper make sense. Yeah. This roster makes sense together. And then they've gone, I think, 15-7 and seven since the trade deadline. A lot of those games without LeBron, a couple of those games without either Anthony Davis, on the D'Angelo back. Russell. Yep. Yeah, D'Lo's missed at least eight games. They have been, I would say, in the West, they have been as good as any team mm. in the West since the deadline. Now, if you are they scary? I don't know about scary. Scary would probably be a little bit too much, but I don't think any team wants to play them. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if any team is scared of them, but I can promise you, if this roster stays healthy, nobody is going to want to play them. And the thing that I kept harping on after the trade deadline, because at that time the Lakers were like, I don't know, like a 12 seed, 13 seed, whatever, yeah. and they were all optimistic about trying to get themselves into the play-in mix at the time. The thing I kept saying when, was – When was this? At what point? I don't know, probably – All-star break, you said? Yeah, okay, all-star yeah, break, yeah. or after the deadline, something like that. If they get into the playoffs mm-hmm. – by definition, that means they're playing really well because from where they were... The only way you can get in is if you're playing You cannot well. back into the playoffs mm-hmm. from where they were. It's mm-hmm. like mathematically impossible. Mm-hmm. They've played really well. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that they can run the table, get, to the, get through the West, win the championship. I need evidence that LeBron and AD can play four rounds of playoff basketball. Like, you need that. But are they a legit team? Yeah, this is a legit team. The roster makes sense. It's great insight. So I was in the kitchen. Mm. Our boss, the great Amanda Brown, stopped yeah. me. And now she's got roots that go back to Dallas. She spent time at ESPN Dallas and has goes to Houston often for a friend there. And she said, rodeo trip. You just mentioned rodeo trip. She's in on it. And I think the only reason she wants to try this sushi. <laughs> the sushi place that you say is better right. than L.A.? I, I got I got to talk to my contact from Red Bull like a decade and a half, you know, decade We're going to need this information by I February 24. I will get on this. Okay. Rodeo, I will get on this. Travis and Sliwa rodeo trip. Nice. Yeah, because it's like the... It's oh, the, yeah. Well, that's Dallas, but that's fine. I love the theme. And yesterday enough. was the anniversary, 45 years ago, on this day. Dallas premiered April 2nd, whatever the year was, I don't remember, <laughs> for whatever 45 is, on CBS. 1982? Yeah, 1982. Good job. That's no, good math. No, 77. 77? Yeah, it was 77. Yeah. Okay. But the reboot... I, I wasn't as big of the reboot, but the original went on. I think the final was like in 1992, so it went almost 20 years. So we're going to do a camping trip. When are we doing the camp trip in the summer? The camp trip uh, What happened? <laughs> we'll take Quentin that, on the rodeo trip. That one trip. never got legs. That one never got we'll any. Tell Ro- we'll tell Quentin we're flying into <laughs> Hobby, but we'll fly into Bush, all of us. And like, oh, Quentin, it, schedule's got screwed up, man. <laughs> all right, so rodeo it is coming up in February. Who's got boots already? Taylor, I know. Taylor definitely up. probably has boots. You got boots? I got work boots, not cowboy boots. Yeah. I'm a farmer, not a cowboy. Come oh, on. We'll now. get you some cowboy boots. Yeah. Nobody else has cowboy boots? I don't have any. No. Oh. No, I don't. No. Okay. My people well. are not big cowboy boots people, Morales. We're not, <laughs> if I'm being honest. All right. What about a cowboy hat? 
I I want to rock it, but I think that would be too much. If I walked in here with a hat and boots, no, no, you next should Tuesday. Do, yeah, next Tuesday you should definitely do that. <laughs> Darn Tuesday. Well, at that point you got to go that. bolo. I mean, you got to go the whole nah, nine. It's gonna, I need the room to bring up the face. <laughs> well, no, I didn't say you have to button up the shirt. I'm just saying bolo with the open <laughs> open collar. All right, that's all I had. For okay, you. Yeah. Uh, February we're gonna <laughs> bolo do around a rodeo. We do a uh, rodeo in February. Hey, did you see coming up next? Stay right here, Travis and Sleeva, seven ten ESPN. What's uh, up, Taylor? How are we doing? What's going on? Not a lot. Yeah? You know, just getting excited for that rodeo. Sounds like a good idea, actually. Yeah, I, I'm down I've for it. never been to one. I will say there are... I mean, they have it across the street here at Crypto, so you could probably just go to that. PBR. Save, save some money, man. Then we go get sushi afterwards or go to a barbecue spot. I've never been to a rodeo, yeah, but neither. not joking. Yeah. Years ago, Brian and I wrote for ESPN the magazine, essentially a profile of a bull. Of this bull that was considered like the most difficult to ride in whatever you call the rodeo association or whatever it is, okay. if you could get it to buck, like very often it would be in no mood to buck whatsoever. And the and this but bull when was, it did, yeah, no, like when it did, this buck was considered yeah. this bull was considered just impossible to stay on. So he was streaky, like a J.R. Smith kind of. It, it was moody. It was really, really moody. It had this like very mercurial. Kind of like diva personality and oh, Kyrie Irving. Yeah, yeah, it kind of was the Kyrie Irving of I love bulls. The NBA comps over and, there. Listen to you guys and like the family that owned it. Yeah, like needed. They could have sold it, but they and they really needed the money. But their son, who was dealing unfortunately with cancer, mm. like he was connected to this bull. Wow, and like the bull would freak out around anybody else except this kid. It was like a really interesting That's story. Interesting. Yeah. That's very interesting. Got real dark there. All right, guys. Did you see that about 60% of restaurants fail in their first year of operation? Okay. So, Andy, if you owned a restaurant, what kind of food would it be? Or what kind of food would it serve? <laughs> would it be sushi? Well, apparently, it doesn't matter. It's going down. <laughs> um, it is difficult. I've worked in many restaurants. It is very, very difficult. to. It's a tough industry. If I were- 60%? Okay. If I were- Within a year. If I were, though, to have a restaurant, I would want to shoot the works for something just that I would want to be eating all the time. Okay. High-end seafood. Like, different just sort of styles of high-end seafood. I would look for, like, international presentations of different seafood. But I find I find that hard to get. Like, just really good stuff. I did not think you were going to go with high-end seafood. <laughs> Mine's going to be very simple, but you're going for top notch. Look, man, you want to open up across the street from Nobu and say, "You guys want to go? Let's go." Yeah. Oh no, I I want my restaurant that closes in six months to be memorable. <laughs> Best six months of my life. Absolutely. I think you do well. I, I'd go Taylor. I, I'd go something like a like a sandwich spot. Just your your. I love those like local delis that they have. I like that they you know you could have. Almost like the Bodega. same people. Same people always coming back, but it's like perfect for your neighborhood. I always, uh, always love going to those as just a consumer. Sure, that would be a that'd be a cool place to have. I definitely do a pizza shop. Uh, maybe I'd call it pizza on the floor, but I you don't have to. It's not required. <laughs> you have to sit on the floor. But I would make pizza because I I love making pizza and I think it's really great. I love making pizza. I have a I have a great. It's essentially like an indoor wood firing pizza maker mm. it's it's the equivalent of it like okay. it it has a stone that heats up like 500 something degrees through an electronic coil 
and it makes what tastes like wood-fired pizzas in like eight minutes. It's awesome. Absolutely awesome. It's going to run a restaurant over there. Sounds delicious. I like to cook. Taylor, what are you getting? I think I do like a breakfast diner. Okay. Open 24-7, but I don't know. It's just me. You can get breakfast food for 24-7, correct? Oh, yeah. Good. And everything else. Our hours would be eight to three. <laughs> That's enough. <laughs> everyone, loves a, everyone loves a sandwich at <laughs> yep. eight thirty in the morning. <laughs> okay, guys. Next up, did you see that thirty six percent, thirty or thirty six percent of baby boomers say that they feel confident in using new technology? So, Sliwa, who in your life is the worst at using technology? Um, I think. Uh, okay, this one is, and I'm not surprised on this, but my mom, like she doesn't, you know, that's every time she logs out of her bank account on accident or on purpose, then it's like a whole thing. I don't know how to get back on. What website do I go to? My like, mom, we've done this since I was 24 years old. Okay, 15 years we've been logging into your bank account and you still don't know how to log, log back in. She just recently in the last year knows how to send text messages. And I think it's the funniest thing in the world when she sends me a text because I'm like, I feel like, is that my niece that's texting me on my mom's phone or is that actually my mom? But my mom is the, it just, that's getting around to that technology. And I don't think she has this, this uh, urge to try to learn some of that stuff. Okay. Your mom makes my, my mom makes your mom look like a hacker compared to my mom. Like my mom still can't text. And yes. she's afraid to try because she thinks she's going to break her phone. Sure. Logging on to her bank account, like accidentally yep. logging herself. My mom has no clue how you would actually log on to a bank account. I don't even know if she knows you can log into a bank account. My mom is hands down the worst <laughs> with technology of any older person I've ever met. Like one time I was, I was visiting them in St. Louis yeah. And this I mean this takes you back to the you know the IM days like remember the AOL instant messenger yeah, yeah. and I was instant messaging with my cousin and my mom comes into the room I still use it it's really effective <laughs> <laughs> really really effective It's how you met Lady Slee It's how we met yeah well, and and you know this was before I think this is actually before texting was super common or it was on every phone or whatever but I said to my mom I'm like hey I'm 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 uh, instant messaging and I had to explain what that means to, with Rob, you want to say hi? She's like, yeah. She starts pecking just like a, hi, Rob, how are you? It took so long, he logged off. <laughs> like, she truly okay, are knows you, are, let, let me ask you, in 20 years, are you going to be the one that is trying to keep up with all the technology, wants to know, okay, if that's what that person's doing at age 25, I want to know. Or are you going to be like, I'm good with the knowledge that I have. I'm going to stick in my own ways. Yeah, I got some stuff that I got to learn. But as you get older, do you think you're going to want to know what's how much you're going to pay attention? Because I feel like a lot of older people are like, no, nah, I'm kind of fine with the way I'm doing things here. And, and they leave it alone. I, I need to be proficient in the real world. Like you don't want to be somebody that all of a sudden can't function in the way the world functions. And thankfully, you know, my, I think my daughter will be helpful. With stuff like that, yeah. Do I plan on like in my seventies being on the cutting edge of AI? No, I, I don't. I don't see that coming. It's going to be open to new technologies, no, open to new ways of interacting with people. I think that's the biggest thing when people get older is they kind of close off, say that I've done no, it this you're way right. forever, yeah, and I don't want to open myself up to anything. But my person, I could see that being me. 
It's definitely Travis. He comes to us in breaks and is like, hey, can you fix this thing? Oh, hey, are you good at technology? Can you do this? <laughs> it's way worse than my parents. My parents don't do this to me. And and Travis comes up and is like, oh, how do you... How do you like- hey, are you an engineer? <laughs> he says, how do you research Can you log into my email? Emily, like, <laughs> my, monitor, my monitor shut off. Yes. Come, he- turn it on for me. <laughs> I'm like, Travis, these are simple things. But here's what happens. If you help him and he knows he has a way out, then he's never going to learn it. If you basically say, try to figure it out, then he's going to have to figure it out for himself. Well, you can tell him that. Okay, let's do one more really quick here. Well, he hasn't asked me yet. He's coming (laughs) to you guys. (laughs) Slee, help me out. One more really quick. Did you see that 50% of Americans use slang terms without knowing what they mean? So, Andy, what outdated slang do you use on a regular basis? Outdated slang? Well, here's the problem, though. If it's outdated, I don't know. I mean, that's that's the reason you often use outdated yeah, slang is yeah. you have no idea that you're no longer with it. Mm-hmm. So with it, the OK, there you go. For example, I, the answer is I don't know because I probably am not cool enough to realize. OK, here's this isn't an exact answer to your well, question. You say fire a lot. <laughs> you always say every time we're in here. OK, Sleba, that's fire. Fly. Get, this is not an apples to apples <laughs> comparison. Um, but I think it sort of gets to what you're talking about. You know, the controversy with Caitlin Clark and Angel Reese, that's her last name? Yeah. With yes. with the whole, you know, like, you can't see me and, yep. the, and the hand gesture yep. and the yep. whatever. And was it trash talk that went too far? Mm-hmm. I was thinking about it. And my biggest takeaway from that whole thing is I think they both look like dorks doing the you can't see me. Like, I think the you can't see me it's is like a an, decade old, right? It's I just think it looks dorky. Yeah. It may still be cool, and maybe that speaks to me being old. Yeah. I don't even think you I mean, if you want to talk trash, you're right. You do the robot. You know, everybody <laughs> knows that's that. You want to disrespect somebody, right. that's what you do. Exactly. I, I just watch them. I'm like, they, okay. they both look like dorks. I got one term, one slang term that I use, and I use it pretty Daddy-o. often. <laughs> <laughs> I say solid a lot. I don't think solid's common. And I think solid is outdated, but I still use solid. Is that a bad term to use? I don't think so. I don't know if I've heard you it's say it. It's a little it, outdated, though. Yeah, I always say, oh, okay, that's solid. Solid. That's solid. Mm. I use rad. But, I, but that's just because I've been using it for 10 years. You use rad, Taylor, you said? Yeah, I like it. Ironically, I use it. Yeah. Um, well, okay. using it ironically, though, to me, doesn't mean that you're outdated in the slang. You're recognizing that it's no longer cool to say this. You're just saying it anyway. Well. Is there any chance someone on a basketball floor, after scoring on somebody else, will use the robot <laughs> thinking that what I just said can actually be applied? You know what? I think if you put this out here enough between now and the Lakers' final game, somebody's going to do it. Before the show ends, can you use that fire five times? <laughs> At some point, just Absolutely. Fire. I mean, if you're throwing out a challenge, I'll okay. do it. All right. Um, we'll do a couple things when we come back. Number one. Um, you wanted to go at San Diego State University, so I'm going to let you go at San Diego State University. I was at the Final Four, was at the National Championship game. A couple kind of random funny stories, being in Houston, just randomly a part of this three-day quick journey and coming back, we'll get into it. Plus, um, is load management the biggest issue in the NBA? Can they solve it? They're trying to figure it out, kind of have some type of a game threshold for some of their um, uh, some of their trophies, awards, MVPs, everything else. Do all that coming up next. Stay right here. Travis and Sleeva Show, AKN for Travis, 710 ESPN. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. 
our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.